Hello, I'm Daniel Lundeen, Channel Technical Agronomist in Northern Illinois. Just wanted to talk a little bit today about some of the things I'm seeing and some of the things that are ramping up out in our cornfields. Uh, today, I wanted to really talk about uh, tar spot, gray leaf spot, and southern rust, and really just kind of recap the things I'm seeing and the things uh, with the recent weather pattern that we've got coming on, what we should be expecting out in our fields. Start with tar spot. That's the number one question I get from growers and from my seedsmen about is, is tar spot going to be a big problem like it was in 2018? And to that, I say, I think tar spot is something that we're going to have to deal with every year. It's just a matter of how, how early will it come in and infect the corn crop and how much of an impact will it have on, on yield potential based on when that comes in. Um, in 2018, if you recall, a lot of that tar spot started right around tassel time, even before tassel time, and was able to have great weather conditions for continued development um, and, and really impacted yields to the tune of 30 to even up to 50 bushel in some cases. Um, so everyone's hyper aware of the impact that tar spot can have, but when you look at it today coming in, how much of an impact does it have in overall yield? So really it's gonna come down to that field where it's at and, and, and its maturity stage and how much impact that's gonna have for us. Um, we are seeing tar spot ramp up just mainly because of the, of the weather forecast. And we're talking about highs in the 70s, lows in the, in the upper 50s, low 60s. And that's really the ideal scenario for tar spot. Now, for it to continue, it's gotta have this cool weather pattern, but it's also gonna have moisture uh, for that fungal disease to continue. And by the looks of, of morning dews and chances of rain here or there, I do expect there to be enough moisture for this uh, tar spot disease to continue in our fields. So it's something that you need to be looking out for in your fields. If you're, if you're a grower that hasn't sprayed any fungicide, you definitely need to be on top of it right now, uh, looking, looking for that in your fields. And I would say that if you do see some, get, get some second opinions, uh, get uh, seedsmen out there to help you look at it. Uh, you know, it's something that if we're seeing in fields and your corn isn't, isn't to a dough stage yet, um, late milk, you know, that's something we need to probably attack with the fungicide because we know the impact that that can have on our overall yields and really plant attack this late season. You just see these fields that have tar spot infections go untreated and you'll end up having uh, lodge plants, the, the, the plant, the upper canopy dies, uh, you're using stock reserves to fill the year, and you're going to have an overall lack of standability late season. So I think tar spot is something we definitely need to keep our eye on here, uh, make sure we don't overlook that and and pull the trigger on fungicides if if that does make sense for your operation. Uh, you know, if you have sprayed your fields, I would encourage you to to go back after application 14 to 21 days. A lot of the products in the marketplace that we're using today uh, have residuals lasting up to 21 days. So that's something that after 21 days, you might in some cases need to spray again. I don't expect to have that happen, but it is possible that we could have that happen. Uh, so that's what I want to talk about on tar spot. One of the biggest differences between tar spot and gray leaf spot or southern rust is the fact that tar spot, really we're still trying to understand the genetic 
resistance that we have or don't have in our lineup or across the corn lineup in, in many companies. So when we talk about gray leaf spot, a lot of our hybrids and products are, rela- are rated uh, for gray leaf spot infection. And you'll find that in, in seed guides and be a little bit better guidance on products that are susceptible or, or potentially resistant. So you get a little bit better understanding of what to expect from a disease like gray leaf spot. You know, gray leaf spot does come in generally every year as well. And it's just a matter of how severe it's going to be uh, looking across germplasm and seeing what the rating is and really just making a decision on, on timing and when to spray. Um, gray leaf spot typically requires temperatures from 75 to 85 degrees with high humidity. Uh, not the perfect environment for gray leaf spot to develop, but it will continue to to reproduce and gray leaf spot generally has a two week latent period. And that that means that if you see a leaf infection, it'll take roughly two weeks for that to, uh, to reproduce and, and to move up the plant. Um, so it's a little bit slower in its life cycle as compared to tar spot, but can do some damage and, and take away leaf area from the upper part of the canopy. And let's just say you've got tar spot and now you've got gray leaf spot. You know, those two are, are both negatives on the corn. And, and that corn plant is just losing more leaf surface area to f- produce uh, photosynthate and, and help fill fill that ear. And we've got really good yield potential out in a lot of these fields. So, you know, that's something that if you're looking for another reason why you, why you need to uh, control tar spot, well, you know, the benefit of helping to control gray leaf spot uh, would, would go right in there. And um, you really don't want these two diseases working on the plant together. Uh, fields that go unsprayed with gray leaf spot uh, typically could see a yield loss if you've got a hybrid that's susceptible to it. A lot of the uh, products that we have are rated fairly well for gray leaf spot. So, you know, an infection won't necessarily cause significant yield loss in most cases, but uh, you might see some um, if conditions continue to be favorable. But uh, like I said, with the current weather pattern we have right now, I don't expect gray leaf spot to be um, as aggressive in the fields, but um, with the infection already started, it will just continue to progress and just kind of be there as we uh, go into harvest in a couple couple of months. I think that is one thing to keep in mind as we are entering August, uh, six weeks roughly, uh, six, seven weeks roughly till harvest. Um, so you've got to kind of keep that plant alive and, and green and healthy uh, because you do want to fill uh, those kernels as much as you can maintain maximum grain fill. So it's something to me that makes sense uh, to continue to monitor, uh, control disease. We've got tools available to do that. We've got fungicides that I know spending money on the corn crop right now doesn't feel like it makes a lot of sense, but when you get into harvest and you're hopefully harvesting a really big corn crop for your, uh, for your farm, you know, that's, what's going to ultimately help uh pay some of these pay some of these bills back uh, you know we hope is is a big corn crop and and can you do that effectively without controlling disease in in the field and i'm not sure that we're in a great spot uh this year because of the amount of yield potential we have that's a strong demand on that corn plant to fill that ear and these products are bred now to fill that ear and, and in most cases no matter what so it will sacrifice uh, the stock and stock integrity, and then you've got a, another problem with with lodging and stock stock issues. So, 
I think uh, these diseases just go hand in hand thinking about that. One of the last diseases I wanted to talk about today was southern rust. And southern rust really gets a lot of attention just from the pure aspect of how much yield potential it does take away and how fast it comes in or can come in and, and really rob uh, a nice-looking corn crop. And you've got to be on top of southern rust scouting and, and that type of thing. So the things that I've seen this year are scattered areas of southern rust. It's definitely out there. I think with the current forecast and the temperatures we're having, we're really going to slow down southern rust development. Uh, southern rust typically likes 80 to 90 degrees. Uh, generally, the, the warmer it is, the, the more conducive it is for southern rust to, to reproduce quickly. Um, just like any other disease, it needs some free moisture available as well. But the, the southern rust that's out there is, is in low, low levels, low severity. I haven't seen too much of it, just a little bit of it. And, and really, if I'm ranking these, uh, just kind of how they are on the podcast here, tar spot, gray leaf spot, then southern rust. I mean, those in, three in order are exactly what I'm thinking in terms of our impact on yield potential right now today. So you know, you're going to see a lot of different diseases out in the field, and southern rust is always top of mind. And just like gray leaf spot, we've got ratings in our seed guides about how each product is susceptible or, or resistant to southern rust. But it is something just mainly to be aware of if you're out in fields uh, looking and, and finding these things. You just want to make sure that you know the diseases that you are looking at. And we really wouldn't worry too much about southern rust anyway, but if you'll recall, the tropical storm, I believe it was Cristobal, uh, came up in, into Iowa there and really blew in some inoculum because that's how we have to usually get southern rust in our areas uh, blown in from a southern storm. Um, typically we don't deal with southern rust every year, but we usually see it once every, I guess, I guess five years or so. I, I saw it, I saw it, uh, 2000, I believe it was 17 in some fields It came in really late. Um, so this year came in a lot earlier, but at the same time, uh, that we were wondering if it was going to be very impactful because of how hot it was for a while, which just never really got going in many fields, but, uh, definitely out there and, and something that, um, uh, just need to be aware of. So just to recap here and, and wrap up this uh, edition of Agronomy 411, I think it's really important that we're out scouting our fields. Uh, we've got a lot of seedsmen out in the field scouting. If that's not exactly your favorite thing to do, there's people that will help you do that. You know, we need to be looking for tar spot. I think it's pretty evident and pretty clear you'll find tar spot in some fields. Um, it's just a matter of how, you know, stage the crop, see how far we've got to go till till maturity, um, then make a decision if you're going to control that level of tar spot infection or not. Uh, gray leaf spot, you know, something we've reviewed and talked about, and, and it's going to be out in most every field, really around the hybrid and product susceptibility to that gray leaf spot infection. And then southern rust, something that need to be aware of. Uh, thought it was going to be impactful here a couple weeks ago, and as we look uh, right now, just not going to be as impactful as we once thought. So do appreciate everyone tuning in to this edition of Agronomy 411. Um, if you haven't subscribed or uh, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast, I try to update it as much as I can. Just uh, want everybody to be aware of some things that are going on out in the field. So thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next time. Mm -hmm.